Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name is Matt Wakeling and this is the show I produce in Sydney, Australia, where I speak to leading guitarists and guitar figures from all around the world. Thank you so much for joining me for episode number 152. Now today I'm joined by a great friend of our show, Gil Paris. We spoke to Gil about a year ago. And uh, that was a great interview, such a fantastic guitar player, hailing from New York City, a real master of jazz, blues, country, fusion, and much, much more. And he just melds it into his own truly uh, unique and identifiable voice. Now, I invited Gil back on the show because uh, in that earlier interview, he hinted that there was a new signature Reverend Guitars in the works. Um, but he couldn't say much about it. But since then, that guitar has now been released, and we find out all about it, plus an update on what Gil has been up to. Hey, this week's show is brought to you by Fretboard Biology, the comprehensive online guitar course put together by the one and only Joe Elliott, former head of guitar at the Guitar Institute of Technology in Los Angeles and also the McNally Smith Music College. Here's a few words from Joe about the course. You're tired of wading through hundreds of random guitar videos and just want to become a better player. Fretboard Biology is your answer. Fretboard Biology is a self-paced, college-level program that will give you the right instruction, in the right amounts, and in the right order. You'll learn the same information I taught to thousands of other guitar players over 30 years of teaching in top music colleges. If you want to make real progress with your guitar playing, then sign up for a free seven-day trial at fretboardbiology.com. Now, I was one of the beta testers for the Fretboard Biology course and can wholeheartedly recommend it. Please check out the links in the show notes. Okay, to precede the conversation with Gil Paris, we're actually going to listen to him ring some beautiful tones and lines out of the latest Gil Paris signature Reverend guitars, and then we'll jump straight into our conversation. Check it out. Welcome back to the Guitar Speak podcast. Thanks, Matt. It's great to be here. Great. Great to have you back. Now, we spoke, it was almost a year ago. It was uh, just short of a year ago when we had you on the show the first time and got the full uh, Gil Paris story. But one thing in that interview, um, which was a little, left a little bit of the door open, was you saying you're working on a new Reverend signature guitar. And and that prompted... um, 
me to get in touch to see if we could get you back to talk about it. So thanks for your time. Yeah, my pleasure. Yeah, it just came out and uh, it's, uh, well, we'll just, for legal things, we'll say it's an S body. Okay, gotcha. (laughs) But honestly, it's so much different than that. It's kind of has this sleeker, and I know the viewers won't be able to um, see it, but you can. And it's sort of a, it has more of like a sort of a curve to it. It's like a sleeker, kind of a sexier. And then with, um, with the Wilkinson trim and the Fishman pickups and the roasted maple neck and the pin locking tuners, it's like, it's just sort of like a Rolls Royce S guitar, <laughs> if you will. Um, gotcha. Is but, this, uh, um, Gil, is this your third reverend signature? Am I counting them yes, correctly? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That, that's awesome. Let's. Actually, can we back up a little bit? And again, for our listeners, if they ha- if you haven't heard the my original interview with Gil, I'll leave a, a link in the show notes because it was such a great interview. And we did talk about Reverend a little bit, but just just to back up a bit, when when did your relationship with Reverend start, Gil? I think that was two thousand. I had done an All Star Guitar Night um, out in L.A. Uh, Muriel Anderson's thing, and I think I, I've done it about four or five times. But they came to see the show, and it was a very good show, and um, and that's when they approached me about doing a signature model. I think that was the signature model was probably two thousand and seven. My relationship with them has probably been twenty years. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, Amazing. was um now Joe Naylor is the designer still at, at Reverend. Yeah. He he yeah, originally. He's a He's, he's incredible. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He started the company. Now his main role is design. And uh, yes. is it Chris Haas and, and his wife? They're running the the business. It's Ken end of- and Penny. Ken, Ken and Penny Haas. Yeah. And, um, and uh, it's been cool because, you know, Greg jumped on board with them to do stuff. And we've done a bunch of shows together. Uh, Greg Cock. Greg Cock, yeah. Yeah. We, we shot... Um, we shot about 18 videos at Wildwood, and then we did the Nam thing the year before, of course, uh, with Rick Vito too, and it, it was really fun. It That's was really awesome. fun. There's a little bit of it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Fantastic. So your first signature was that based on the Buckshot model? Yeah. Uh, see, I you know I have promo number one right here, okay. and it's it's kind of it was like kind of a mix of things and then they added I, I wanted the three pickup configuration mm-hmm. you know because I was doing so many different styles and I mean still do yeah and um, I like each version of these guitars I need I need one of each so yeah. you know I still use all of them yeah you cool. know and uh, as well as other you know I, I use a Taylor acoustic all the time you know I play a lot of acoustic things and um, so but uh these are great guitars. I mean, the Reverend guitars are like the price point. It's unbelievable. It's like a custom shop guitar, you know. I um, I think I might have mentioned to you at the start of 2020, I, I um, set off with a friend of mine who was looking to buy a Reverend. He ended up buying one and we went to the, the biggest Reverend dealer in Australia. It was a three-hour drive and we played, I don't know, it must have been close to 20 models. And I was blown away how consistently great each of them were. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they, they won't they won't falter on that, which is great. So, um, you know, I'm thrilled to still, you know, B 
be working with them and we got a lot a lot of good stuff coming up you know some shows and some videos we plan on shooting i just shot three videos with it um for them here in new york you know tr i wasn't able to travel anywhere everything got canceled yeah, you know yeah. so but um you know so what's the process then so you've got this long-standing relationship with with reverend you've already had two signatures so for the the gps which is the new model what's yeah what's the process when does the ball start rolling for those conversations well you know there were a couple things i wanted like i wanted the string spacing a little wider i mean a lot of people like a trem guitar but for me i had to have it blocked out like i was saying before because i do so many different um i don't know if i'm on here but um i do a lot of double bending you probably can't hear this well but but if I, i'm bending two strings at a time another string will go flat if i have yeah trem in there yeah so i had to block it out you know so that kind of stuff you know but um that way i can call upon those sounds without other strings going flat when i'm bending two or three at a time so um but yeah, that's how, you know, we kind of send a few models back and forth. They send me a few things. They send me a prototype. And, um, you know, this is, it, this is great. I like, one has a Pow Ferro board and the other one has a Maple board. But they're both, they're both great. They're mm -hmm. both really solid, you know. Nice. When you, when you mentioned the trim, just backing up to that, you, you're using yeah. like a wider spacing, so more like a vintage uh S-type, <laughs> vintage S-type yes. trim, because the modern ones are a little yeah. bit narrower. Because I like, right, um, I play a lot of finger style, mm -hmm. and, and w well, I, I pick a lot with a pick, but I also do pick and fingers and a lot finger style, and I have to be able to get underneath the strings, you know? It's kind of, um, you know, if I'm doing like... Like that kind of stuff where... I need to get under, you mm -hmm. know, um, and if the spacing is too tight, I won't be able to get under that string. So, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's a big deal. I, I only discovered this a couple of years ago: the different widths of Strat uh, or S-type bridges, and uh, it's a game yeah. changer because my main guitar oh, yeah. had the wide spacing, and I never knew why I didn't like newer versions of that guitar. I thought, what's wrong with this? And it was just the spacing; it's only a couple of mil. Or right, or <laughs> whatever you say in America with the imperial measurements. Um, but yeah, it's it's a big it's a big thing. Um, and does your trem when you say yeah all that double stop stuff and the double bending you're doing the pedal licks? Right. Um, can you lock that trem or your? That's what, yeah. That's what I. So they they basically block it for me. Okay. Know? Okay. And it's it's an easy process and um, but. You know, I do have like a trem guitar, but I hardly ever use. You know, I would use it for like chord swells and yeah, okay. and overdub situations. But I could never. I've had to use it live sometimes. Sometimes a, a company will fly in a guitar, and then I'm like, oh god, I have to rethink. Wait, I can't do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wow. Can't do, no, because again, if, if I hit the low E and I bend the high E on this guitar, it'll stay in perfect tune. But if you do that on a trem guitar, forget the low E is going to go flat. Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah. So that drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. So you're, you're 
so you're going back and forth with Reverend on on this model. Um, it's probably the most traditional looking Reverend we've ever seen, and yet, as you mentioned earlier, it's it's full of hot rodded kind of modern appointments. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some of those those aspects? Yeah, it's just you know that's why some people wrote in and said. I remember somebody saying like, oh, you know, it's um, they made a joke about my name being Gil and it's Gilmore, you know, obviously, David. Oh, OK, OK. <laughs> and, it, and but, you know, I, I wrote in and I said, really, it's a lot different. Again, the body has this sleeker thing and then all the necks are roasted maple and the different fingerboards, the Pau Ferro and the maple and Fishman pickups. You have Fishman Fluence pickups, you know, that are high end pickups with the Wilkinson Trem pin locking tuners you have the nut is perfect for this guitar so it, it's sort of like they thought of everything you know they thought of everything they said let's make a high-end version of that and um you know I think it's cool it kind of is modern meets old school you know so which is kind of what I do anyway <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah that's cool hey tell me about the um those Fishman pickups, because they've got uh, a switchable voice, if I if I understand correctly. Right, right. That's on the on the bridge pickup, which gives it more like of a like Texas bite, and um, I like it for gain things. For clean, I'm I'm usually going to go with the in between sounds, and then the neck pickup. You know that. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, yeah, it's it's tasty. <laughs> Very. <laughs> And they're actives essentially, but they don't have the old nine volt battery stuck in the body somewhere. No. So basically, the the cool thing is the battery's already in here. They had a few models where it wasn't. The battery's in here. You charge it like USB, and it it's like good for two hundred hours. Wow, it's crazy. that's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is cool. So, um, and I kind of like it. It gives it. The body, uh, the battery being in here gives it a little weight, a little girth. Mm -hmm. um, not too much, but I feel like I'm holding on to something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. The, um, yeah. the volume pot, the pots are moved a little bit further away from that bridge pickup, which is, for some players, that's a complaint on an S-type guitar. Was that an intentional move by you? Y yeah, so I was having a problem with with one of the older models where they had... The um, the base contour was up by the top horn, and I was always having to try to reach for it. And then this this it's like perfect right here. I can kind of do swells. I can you know without having to reach too far, but I'm not knocking into anything. Mm -hmm. So you know, yeah, all everything was kind of considered here. You know, um, it's it's I, I think it's it, well, it's doing really well already, but. Uh, you know, I think a lot of players are going to say, wow, <laughs> you know, <laughs> not not to uh, diss the uh, the big F company, but this is pretty amazing. <laughs> that's you that's know. awesome. Yeah, I guess, I guess like we said, there's it's a 19. Well, the original the original guitar was a 1950s design. And it's remarkable how um, how relevant that design still is. It's uh, amazing. Yeah. And yet we, we apply some modern tweaks to these things and um, they become these amazing hybrids of vintage and, and modern technology. Yep. It's incredible. I mean, you know, that, well, obviously, uh, you know, Leo was a genius and uh, he was onto something. Yes. <laughs> you know, 
Tell me about the um the neck plate. I'm always interested in neck plates, especially on this type of guitar. It's this is your one's a little oh, different. Okay. You mean yeah, so you've got the six um it's really like sturdy. You feel like it's solid, you know? And um that's one of the things that I, I feel that stability. The other thing I gotta say is that it's very resonant. So and maybe that has something to do with it, maybe it doesn't, but if you just even unplugged, play a chord, bend a note, you feel it throughout this whole thing. It's mm -hmm. amazing. That's like, it has a louder output than a lot of my other guitars. Mm -hmm. You know, for just, I have guys, during the pandemic, we had a lot of people over, a lot of New York players came up, Bernie Williams, Oz Noy, um, I had drummers and bass players, Rob Wallace, and, um, and we just kind of just played acoustically and, you know, socially distanced and just tried to, sometimes we played outside on my deck. Uh, I'm about 20 minutes from Midtown Manhattan. So we, you know, we had people come and uh, I noticed a difference with this guitar. Like it's just, it has a volume to it. It's, it's, you know, and there's something to be said for that. If you can acoustically achieve a good sound with an electric, then once you amplify it, you know, that's uh you're amplifying greatness already. All right. Hope you're enjoying the conversation with Gil Paris. We'll get back to that very shortly. But uh, I need to let you know, today's episode is brought to you by the Fretboard Biology Comprehensive Online Guitar Course. Now, Gil has already mentioned Greg Koch as a reverend artist. Greg Koch is also a friend of Joe Elliott's, the head of Fretboard Biology. And this is what he had to say about the course. My buddy, Joe Elliott, who ran the guitar department at the McNally Smith College of Music when I was teaching there and who was at GIT many years before that, has busted his tail putting together this unbelievable online guitar course. Basically, his college-level curriculum available with video lessons that you can work at your own pace in the comfort of your own domicile. Perfect timing, says I. Dig it. Unquote. That's what Greg Cock has to say about the course. Check out the links in our show notes for fretboard biology. All right, back to the conversation with Gil Paris. I know the regular production reverends, they all share the same neck profile. They've all got a 12-inch radius and the, the medium jumbo frets, which, again, when I played lots of them last year, I, I, I loved that, that shape. I thought, how, how's this going to go? Because it's, you've only got one choice. Um, is it different for the right. signature models? No, this one is this one is like that, but for some reason, you know, it must be like because um, I am used to the, the traditional American, uh, not American standard, but maybe a, a plus, um, where I believe it's a it's a nine or uh, a little more radius to it. But for some reason, the roasted maple and the just the look of it. it it's like a mental thing where I feel comfortable. Okay. I just feel very comfortable, you know, and that's really the whole thing, <laughs> you know. Absolutely, uh, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and we're, and we're gonna we're gonna do some good things. We're supposed to shoot a video show. Uh, I know Greg is doing it with his band. I think I'm gonna be playing with his band. We've been talking about it end of May. You know, and we're probably, we probably might even head into June. Who knows? But uh, so you're going to be seeing some stuff, you know, definitely coming soon. Yeah, great. You actually, you posted a couple of videos. I think they were just at home in um, 
when we might have been looking at Nam. Otherwise, when the right. guitar first came out, I guess that's just at home you jamming along. Um, yeah, I was, it was just a little local studio, and I had a, okay. I had a great sax player, uh, David Mann. He used to play with Tower of Power. He plays with everybody, but he did some background tracks for me that were kind of sexy to play over. And, uh, you know, I just figured I'd I'd do a diff- few different sounds, clean, distorted, semi-distorted. But, yeah, that's um, we did a lot of virtual shows at home. I shot, uh, do you know the Tonewood amp? Are you familiar with Tonewood yeah, amp? Yeah, for the acoustic yeah. guitar. Right. So they're great friends of mine, and I love the product. The product is amazing. Um, and I think everybody should just own one. Uh, so I shot a show for them, a half an hour solo show. I talked, I showed some stuff. It's now on YouTube. You can see the whole Tonewood thing. Um and that's right in my kitchen. I ended up doing some gigs from there, some gigs at like just local studios where there's only two people there. It's very, it's strange. <laughs> it's like, you know, I get done and it's like the roar of the laptop, you know, it's yeah. like, where's the, you know, I feel like I'm playing to an oil painting or something, yeah, yeah. but, uh, but the response has been good. And a lot of people, you know, donated and, um, so there's been some revenue from some of those things, thank God, you know. Yeah. And uh, and it keeps uh, keeps lead in the pencil, you know. It keeps you going. Yeah, definitely. So. You were saying before I started recording um, that you are slowly getting some gigs back as well. Yeah, yeah. Nothing in like Midtown. Nothing in Manhattan because it's still you know Broadway isn't open yet. So some of the places I've played a lot, you know, like Iridium or something. That's they're not they're doing some virtual stuff but it's not um open up yet it will though soon i mean just outside about half an hour outside we've been working almost every weekend again so that's great and uh in my downtime on wednesdays i used to run a session it was like a open session we had so many great players come through it's about i would say 35 minutes from midtown in white plains and it's a place called Ron Black's where guitar players come, bass players, drummers. And we're going to start that up again April 28th. So that's that was even sooner than I thought it would be. So I'm optimistic about that, you know. And um, that's, I'm looking forward. So once a week I'll be playing, you know, oh, that's again. Great. That's so good. Because yeah. Uh, yeah. if there's anything I know about you is that you, you love to be out playing all oh, the sure. time with as many people yeah. as you can and doing as much music as you can. So that's really cool to hear. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I come from the, the whole performance thing, you know, from a, my father's an actor and I just so used to being in front of an audience that to me is it's, you know, I feel like I'll wither away if I don't do it. So yeah, I'm yeah. glad it's coming back. And in the meantime, though, I've been working on a whole new website. It's like, uh, illparis.com should be up. I would say by June, July, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm shooting all new instructional courses. It's the 20 year anniversary of my Hot Licks video, Modern Blues Guitar. Oh, wow! So I'm awesome. going to shoot, I'm going to shoot a second one, and uh, this time I'm going to just everything will be available from the site, you know, which is the easiest way to do things now. Oh, so that's so good. Um, so just you know, guildparis.com soon and. Uh, I'll put out feelers. I'll do some stuff on Instagram and on Facebook where you can see what's coming, you know. 
Oh, excellent. That is great. Because yeah. you've got such – one thing I noticed about you, you've got such a good um, catalogue of, of YouTube clips and things and you seem to keep a uh, some sort of handle on them. So um, Yeah. I, yeah I, but know, if you I'm, have a home, that's going to be even better. Yeah. I'm technologically challenged, I have to say, <laughs> as you can see. My flip phone right here. I don't oh, know if yeah. you can see yeah, this. But... Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> It beat me up, Scotty, you know, but, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of delving more into it now where, um, just out of necessity and wanting to kind of, you know, keep relevant in terms of like having content out there to yep. more people. I mean, the main thing for me is getting the content done. I really feel like I love to document what I've done all like for the past, got 35 years, mm -hmm. but, uh, I think a lot of people are going to find this stuff interesting. You know, um, I'm doing a whole thing on uh, chromatic lines, uh, licks, shapes, and moves that you must know. So, and it, uh, some of it was taken from, uh, I did an article in Guitar Player Magazine with Michael Brecker back in the 90s. And I went to his home and was fingering some of his sax lines mm -hmm. on guitar. Not everything made the article. I'm, I'm going to take some of those and some, unique things and i i just i want to really document a lot of this stuff for players for the next generation you know and uh so you know i'm busy i'm still busy yeah awesome that's so good and um i know we spoke about in the original interview um your love of transcribing horn lines and yeah. and, and, and brass lines yeah. that's that's cool hey i got a hold of your uh your true fire release 50 was it countrified blues licks you must know yeah that's yeah, a killer. Fried. I was expecting. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I was so expecting a lot it. of uh, spanky, uh, you know, countryish licks, which there's plenty of those. But it's it's so much broader. Um, a lot of those jazz right. influences, that the horn influences you talk about, which sure. I don't know. Maybe it's a Western swing kind of thing that brings some of that more jazz influence to the table. There, there's that. There's that element. I mean, I like to think. I think the most interesting things come from the mixing of genres. Uh -huh. That's where I really feel like that is, uh, when you think about it, like everybody uses the word fusion, but everything is really a fusion, you know? It's, yeah, yeah. So, um, but, so a lot of my stuff comes from different, uh, you know, I'll take from the pedal steel, I'll take from, I've been listening to a lot of uh, jazz flute, some Bach, and, you know, it's, uh, I love the melting pot approach. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the, the great things about hearing you play is is, uh, is that voice. You've got such a unique voice. Even when I heard those, uh -huh. um, those quick demos you made in January for the new guitar, I'm like, man, this stuff is, this is Gil Paris. That sounds like Gil Paris. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's that's the greatest compliment I can get, you know, and the guys that I grew up really liking and um, mostly the studio players, uh, like guys like David Sanborn and Michael Brecker and Bob James and um, and guitarists like uh, Cornell Dupree, uh, Eric Gale, Larry Carlton. When you heard those guys, you always knew who it was. You knew like you could pick out Larry Carlton, you could pick out a Jay Graydon part mm -hmm. or a Cornell Dupree part 
because they were so unique, but they played on like 3,000 albums, and you could still pick them out in various styles. And I always kind of think of that in my own, that's what, you know, the business has changed. There's not, you know, uh, there's not the sessions there were and the budgets, but uh, that's the approach I like to take, you know, where it's, I want to be a voice and put it and see where I can put it, see how many places I can fit it, you know? Yeah, nice. So... That's awesome. That's super inspiring. Um, so I got you back to talk Reverend guitars, but uh, sure, sure. But uh, it's always I'm always inspired when I hear you or when we when we've spoken, um, just to pick up my guitar and and work on some more stuff. So <laughs> thanks so much, Gil. So so nice to see you again, and and congratulations Same. on the new Reverend. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to? I can I can hear your guitar. It's a little Skypeified, but do you, you want to play us out with some licks on the new? GPS oh, signature. Uh, I mean, it's I'm going through a five watt katana, <laughs> so I don't know what it's to sound like. <laughs> oh God. You know, maybe. I'll end with a little diminished run for you. <laughs> thanks, Gil. That's awesome. That's great. Thanks. Thanks, Matt. My pleasure. It's good to see you. All right. There you go. Gil Paris, great friend of the show. I always love speaking with him. Um, I really dig the Reverend guitars. We're not sponsored by Reverend, but I'm a big fan of those guitars and, and what they're doing. I think it's awesome. So check out that model at a, uh, at a retailer near you if you get the chance. I'd love to hear what you think about that guitar. Hey, thanks so much for joining me. And uh, thanks also to Fretboard Biology for sponsoring today's show. There are links in the show notes for that online course. All right, that's just about it for me. My name's Matt Wakeling. You've been listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. And in the words of the wonderful Michael Schenker, Keep rocking, keep on rocking. Keep on rocking indeed. Thanks for joining me. I'll catch you next time. Bye now. <laughs>